You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hey, Paul. Hi, Tiana. How are you today? I'm doing good, and I'm looking forward to whatever question you're about to ask me. Oh, are you ready for it? I am ready for what the heck just happened (laughs) in HR. Let it rip. What's the question? Okay. This is an awkward one that our members frequently have to face. Our listeners have probably encountered before. Mm -hmm. Addressing body odor issues in the workplace or smells yeah smells in the workplace Mm -hmm. so um i can share with everybody that i think this might have been my like seventh call when i opened the solution center for hr really yeah it it shows up in all sorts of ways it makes a lot of sense to me too because it's you know it's a tricky thing to cover it's really weird it's not something that you kind of expect to have to coach through or like talk to somebody about it's an uncomfortable conversation as a society for us to have with someone else yeah yeah absolutely it's 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 difficult in in terms of an employer because i well because of all the obvious reasons yeah for sure and it's a question that i see all the time too and a lot of times this kind of comes into an employer's lap because Mm -hmm. other employees have now started making comments right or patient or patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think particularly in the healthcare industry, when you're right up and close over a patient's mouth, yep. you know, lifting your arms, raising instruments, that kind of thing, it can, yeah, be a problem. Right. Yeah. Some patients running, <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> um, but yeah, all, all jokes aside, yeah. you know, I'm would just like to pick your brain about the best way to kind of approach this. And maybe we could start with like head on when it, has first come to your attention? Well, I, I, if it's come to your attention and it's not, you know, a one-time thing is a one-time thing, but generally when we get the call, it's, it's an ongoing issue. Mm -hmm, So I think we, before we go through maybe the way to have the conversation, I kind of want to bounce off of you the different ways that you hear about this in the solution center. Oh yeah. I'm going to let you know the first one that I dealt with was um, horse smell. So the employee okay. was going out and feeding horses in the morning, and then she was leaving the barn, jumping in her truck, and coming to work. She had no idea because she was ac- she lived with horses. You yeah. Know, if you've ever been around horses and horse people, they smell like horses. Oh, like if people could see me right now, I'm smiling ear to ear. So yeah. I'm a rural Missouri country girl. Oh, so you know. <laughs> I grew up with this. Well, yeah, everybody's ex- working on farms. That you explains know. the smell coming from your office. Too. Hey, yeah. hey now. <laughs> okay, so for my first one it was it was horse farm mm-hmm. um and she just didn't she it just didn't register and totally. as soon as we said something to her she was a little mortified but well i say we as soon as the practice talked to her mm-hmm. um you get what's your give me an give me another example then i have one oh more. yeah yeah we see this come up a lot so um quick example mm-hmm. um kind of taking it to a whole different level mm-hmm. is the smell of marijuana Oh, yeah. And that might be attributed, or they believe that it might be attributed to an employee and aren't sure, is it the employee? Is it a patient that came in? But it seems to be radiating around this one person. Right. Um, I've seen Emanating, those, I believe, is the word that we're looking for there. Uh, what's the word? Emanating. Oh, emanating. Right? Oh, yes. Is that a word? No, I that's totally a word. a word. I'm checking. Someone fact check me. Is emanating a word? Yeah, we just need somebody to hop in with like a... A couple of concerns <laughs> there is first, this smell is offensive mm-hmm. to some people and most mm-hmm. people, and it's not appropriate in a in a healthcare setting and the second thing is is that you may be concerned that they're impaired because they're actually uh 
you know, partaking in it. And mm-hmm. that brings up a whole nother podcast, which we are not going to get into right now. Oh, but we should later on. We should later <laughs> on. Just what yeah. I'll leave you with impairment is impairment. It's never okay to be impaired. It doesn't matter if marijuana is legal or mm-hmm. whatever other prescription drug that they might be taking. Okay. For sure. Back to the show now. Okay. <laughs> so other examples of smell issues, uh-huh. um, you know, smokers, this yeah. is a common one that comes very, up. Very, very mm-hmm. common. Less is common, but still comes up. And maybe mm-hmm. it's more exacerbated because so few, uh, a much, much fewer people are smoking. Such a good point. Yeah. Um, so now you really notice it. Except for I got to say, when I go back to the East Coast, we're, we're based in Tucson, everybody. So we're out West. When I go back to the East Coast, a lot of my friends still smoke mm. when they party or what? Anyway, yeah. uh, that's neither here nor there. Okay. I have another example, mm. um, which is a little, a little, it's a little odd, but it, it I, I've never forgotten this. We, um, we had an, uh, a member call and they were having trouble with an employee and they said two things. We, and she was older. I'm going to say she was in her mid sixties mm-hmm. and they had noticed a decline in her capabilities over the last previous six months. Mm. And two of the things that they talked about was her inability to remember things short term. And and this was triggering something for them. They were concerned. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was that um, her body odor had increased. Oh. And these are things that you can sometimes attribute to uh, early onset, uh, you know, some sort of memory loss or some problem going on. That's a really I, good point. I'll cut to the chase on this. By addressing the issues head on with her, mm-hmm. um, it was a tough. It was a tough thing. Mm-hmm. It it was a little bit difficult, but generally one of the f- one of the first people to notice that something's wrong is the employer. And a lot of people yeah. don't know that, and so they actually sent her out. Told her she had to go to a doctor. She went to a doctor. They discovered that she was having memory issues, that she did have an early onset, uh, um, you know, of, I, I don't remember if it was dementia or what was going on. And it was, you know, it was really hard. It was oh. really hard for her. But the family came to the practice about six months later mm-hmm. and, and and talked to the doctor and told him how much they appreciated that they took the step wow. to say something because everybody yeah. had sort of noticed it, but nobody was really around. And so that's kind of where one thing, the you know, the hygiene mm-hmm. led to another thing. Leads into another thing. It leads and, into another thing. And that's why it happens yeah. with these conversations sometimes too, is that it might actually morph into a medical accommodation situation. It could be. Yeah. It could be something. It could be something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you just never know that someone could be, um, I had a, a good friend who passed from um, breast cancer last year, but she was taking some things that really didn't make her smell great there for a while while she was at work. And she mm-hmm. just, you know, she would express the frustration like, I'm coming over, but I don't smell good right now. So Aww. yeah, it yeah, was kind of a reaction yeah. to medication. And but she was mm-hmm. working at the same time. So it, yeah. that was going on in her workplace as well. And you brought up such a great point that a lot of times these things surface first or come to light yep. in the workplace. You yep. know, it's your coworkers, it's your boss that's seeing you every day, interacting with you every day. So I think you lead these conversations with empathy and compassion, but you mm-hmm. got to be direct. So let's go through some steps real quick. Because that's why we're here to kind of try to help managers and, and folks. So if this occurs for you, I think the first thing you want to do is schedule a time to visit with the employee to kind mm-hmm. of discuss the situation. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, can can we take a, a moment? Go someplace private, I guess is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think practice what it is that you think you're going to say. 
Mm-hmm. This, this is a really good situation where you could rehearse with somebody, yeah. even, you know, if you're a your theater head. member, talk to us, you know, yeah. and we've walked members through these conversations because yeah. they're hard to have. And you want to keep it work related. This isn't mm-hmm. judgment of them, but it's going to feel like judgment because put these shoes on if it's you and you're coming in. And, and for me, I'd be like, I want you to tell me I have a booger on my face. Yeah. Please, please <laughs> tell me. And different people have different levels right. of comfort with that too, you know, yeah. so you do have to kind of approach the situation delicately at first because it's hard to tell how the person person on the receiving end is mm-hmm. going to take things. And so we discussed this could be a medical condition or it could be something else. Mm-hmm. So take that into account. That's part of your kind of your compassion and your empathy. Mm-hmm. You're on a exploration here to find out what's going on with them. Absolutely. I mean, if they're coming in smelling like horses every day, I think we can pretty much figure that out. But, but regardless. Yeah. And I think a way to keep this workplace specific too, and kind of even make the topic a little bit more neutral mm-hmm. is you can rely on your policies to lead this conversation. You know, a lot of times in your dress code policy, for example, it helps to have language Mm -hmm. just to state that, you know, you need to maintain exemplary hygiene at work at all times. Um, You know, small issues also come up with the issue of too good of a good thing, right? People are wearing too much perfume, cologne. Mm-hmm. It can be sensitive. Patients right. might have allergies. Use that, that kind of same thing. conversation. Exactly. It's a professional conversation to, mm-hmm. to say, look, I, I don't know if you know this or not. And then you tell them. Mm-hmm. You be candid. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And be clear about the impact too. You know, we're just bringing this to your attention because you do work closely alongside patients. We need to make sure that we're maintaining a clean and sterile, safe environment for them that's comfortable. And so that's why we have to bring this to your attention. And if it was me and I was coming in smelling like horses, which, by the way, you smell like horses, I would want you to tell me. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes that might be a good opportunity for giving a personal example. You know, I've been in this boat. I didn't realize that, yeah, that new all-night natural deodorant I was using was not working and I got yeah. checked on it. <laughs> I, I, you know, that just strikes a tone because I just gave up on some. So yes. I'm like, I'm going back to the stuff that reportedly I've seen in the news causes cancer, but it keeps me Paul's from using smelling all it. the aluminum now. All the aluminum. Like, we're yeah. going to have to watch out for that. I'm using extra just in case you know, we're in a small <laughs> podcasting room. Um, Everything smells fine, by the way, for our listeners out there. You know, yeah. it's, it's okay. You know, tell me what's going on. You know, we've mm-hmm. noticed this. You, I, I don't think you have to go into, we've had several patient complaints. We've had, I mean, we yeah. may have to go into that at some point, but that's mm-hmm. not where we want to be right now. We just want to yeah. let them know what we've noticed and that we're, you know, this is something that we have to talk about, especially because we're in just close proximity. Mm-hmm. And I add, I'd want to know if it was me. Absolutely. And, you know, so earlier you had brought up situations where this sometimes morphs into something medical. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we never want to approach a conversation with assuming or making any assumptions about somebody having a medical condition or a disability. So you don't want to approach with that. But it's okay to throw in something to the effect of, you know, if there's any way that we can support you, if there is something more serious going on contributing this, you know, to this, let us know, you know, and we've got an open door. We're here to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. And you can leave it as open-ended as that um, because sometimes these situations do turn into, hey, it's this medication that I'm taking or I've got X, Y, Z, you know, medical condition that contributes to that. And that's going to pivot the conversation into an accommodation or, conversation. And, and this next example, and you gave it to me, or a life condition where now mm-hmm. that you know 
after an employee tells you what's going on now, you know you might be able to do something to help them out. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not even, doesn't fall in the realm of accommodation, mm-hmm. but um, you gave me a great example where an employee was having trouble with her hygiene. It appeared yeah. she wasn't showering and she had a reason and mm-hmm. a little bit of a heartbreaking reason. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, you shared that, you know, in the end, the employee was living with parents they were all having mm-hmm. some serious financial issues. There were some health issues with the parents. All the mm-hmm. money had been sucked out of the family, mm-hmm. and they were not able to keep their utilities on a regular basis. And That's so she right. was having trouble actually getting to some place and take a shower. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the practice was able to help. And look, I, I give that example, but I we get that that kind of thing all of the time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You never know what somebody's life situation yeah. might be. You know, it, it, they might be working for a smaller salary in some of these positions and supporting yep. a full family. So in that situation, the practice offered to help some of the utilities mm-hmm. in the interim. Right. Um, you know, other forms of support that I've seen before is maybe there's a smell situation to which they live in a home with a smoker, but the person is not a smoker themselves. Right. right. And they're just bringing it in because it's per- uh-huh. it permeable. Yeah, it permeates and it gets into their clothes, that kind of thing. And some practices have set up ways to, you know, we can keep your scrubs here on site and you can change into those whenever you come in. Or we have facilities that actually allow us to launder scrubs on site and we could launder them here if you wanted to do that. You know, and I know not everybody has that resource available to them, but that's just another option to kind of troubleshoot. I want to leave us with this thought too. If you're going to be a good manager, this is the kind of thing you need to tackle because what you Mm -hmm. don't need is a lot of people talking about anything behind another employee's back. Mm-hmm. So when you don't address this, when it doesn't feel right, when you're not comfortable with it, when you don't find a way to address it, everybody else ends up talking about it. And trust, the employee knows when this kind of stuff is going on. Absolutely. They, they feel it. It doesn't feel right. It's not the way to manage. So as an uh, employer, you got to figure out how to do this tactfully. Like we said, be, do it in private, be mm-hmm. direct. It's a fact-finding mission, like mm-hmm. most things with HR. And mm-hmm. it's something that you're looking for a solution. And it's almost always solvable. Absolutely. You know, yeah. uh, if not always, it, with the exception of sometimes a medical condition or something like that. But even then, there are steps that can be taken. Yeah. And keep it private, you know, resist the urge to speculate with other employees when they're coming in to tell you about it again. You know, it's really just a matter of thanks for bringing this to my attention. I've got it from here. Yeah. I've got it from here and I'll take Mm -hmm. care of it and then take care of it as a leader. This is Mm -hmm. where it, it, uh, you know, I use this HR term. It sucks to be a leader, but this is where sometimes it sucks to be a leader, but it's got to have this conversation. Absolutely. And if I can throw in real fast, Paul, just practical next steps. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of led everybody through the conversation that you're having first. It is important to recognize and just being practical. Sometimes these issues are not remedied by Mm -hmm. this first conversation. And we have in the solution center help draft warnings because sometimes you might get to a place where you do have to escalate up to a written corrective action. Mm -hmm. And you know, the first conversation, be tactful, be sensitive, but also don't, don't beat think, around the bush. I don't know? think it has to be written. I don't think this uh-huh. has to be an official corrective action to him, you know, in, in the terms of writing something to uh-huh. him. But you definitely would make a note in the file about what you discussed and what the employee said. That's you'd go to your point. HR mm-hmm. vault, you'd open up the notes section, and you'd attach a confidential note that the employee can't see. Mm-hmm. And you just put it in there for your records and for your memory. Mm-hmm. But 
like you said, if it continues, you might have to move to something in writing. And we can still be tactful in something in writing. Absolutely. We can just issue and say, look, we talked about this on this date. Mm -hmm. It's continuing. Seriously, please, you you got to do something. Yeah. And keeping judgments out of anything in writing, keeping assumptions out, really focus on that dress code. And it is just a point of if this issue is not corrected, we could send you to home or send you home, you yeah, know, to, to correct it on to correct it. Yeah. yeah. Off the clock. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing could be the first step. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Tiana, thanks for bringing this. This is Absolutely. happens way more. I, I know people who are listening are like, yep, yep. That happened in my office. Mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, so um, yeah. thanks for bringing that. That was a good one. Oh yeah. Thanks for unpacking it with me. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of what the hell just happened. Do you Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at WTHJustHappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit HRBasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives. 